Welcome to Feature in a Short. My name is Laura Davi, associate producer of Four Wind Films. Feature in a Short is a documentary-style film discussion that features short and long-form movies. Today's appointed contributor is Justin Josepho, editor, colorist, director. He is the owner of Four Wind Films. Today he brought his most recent short named Prologue. I won't give too much of an intro, but uh, it just debuted like a month ago. Okay. So you guys were one of the first people to see. During the movie, we served sherry and cookies and also a shot from a flask. We're not just trying to get you guys drunk, but um, <laughs> there is there's a lot of alcohol involved uh, in this particular night. So, okay. Um, okay. Cheers. 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 After watching the film, we had a short discussion. So for this film, when did the seed of the idea come into your head? That's a funny question because what happened was I had a dream that I was in the beginning of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I woke up in the middle of the night and I wrote it down and then I was working at MLB AM, which is the Major League Baseball Advanced Media. And then I met Piper and I read the feature that we want to do called Betty Page in the Modern Age. And she was still working on that. And I had like 10 ideas that I had scripts down for. And I said, let me know which one you want to work on together. And then she chose this one mm -hmm. and she completely reworked it and made it her own. And it's much, much better. My well, so. if you're saying it evolved at Rocky Horror, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to connect these pieces. The only thing I can think of is the sort of road trip aspect of it, because, you know, at the beginning of Rocky Horror, they're on this road trip and then they get lost. Is that the connection that you had in your brain? Yeah, that's basically what happened. You know? In my story, there wasn't a couple. It was like three people. And then we ended up being trapped in the house and we all died. So basically everything went black and then I woke up. Did you write this uh, with Piper? So I just wrote the first idea and Piper wrote the whole thing. And I think at first she thought that I wanted to follow whatever I wrote a lot. And I'm like, don't do that, just do whatever you want. And then she did and eventually became this. I would be like, this is good, this isn't, cut out a little bit. And then we were having trouble figuring out a way to end it. And we mm -hmm. added characters, subtracted characters and right. stuff like that. So. And she brought more feminine aspects and I think she wanted to focus on that because she's a very uh, progressive and politically engaged person. She works for Greenpeace and different things. So she brought in the relationship with the mother, which is also in Betty Page in a totally different way, a totally different context. She's not married, but she, she brought that in imagining that issue with marriage. So yeah, that was entirely Piper, which I, I love a lot more because I mean, it was a really fun collaboration. There was many versions. It was interesting to watch because I'd never seen writers work before, but she was like mm -hmm. taking different routes all over the place. Yeah. And then uh, keeping a couple of themes. And I, I was basically editing the script. So she would send it to me and I would send it back. We did that for like two years. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> and when did shooting start? 2018 in April. So you had a 14 page script, I imagine. It was 17 and I couldn't, oh. I almost always, you know, I'm an editor, so right. cut it yeah. down every step of the way. Yeah. Well, everybody said when they read the script, like, the location is like its own character, so you have to have the right location, because we went to a couple mm. places and we went out to California. Morning, I went to this place, and it's in the middle of nowhere. It's next to Yosemite, so that's all Yosemite in the background I've ever seen. Oh, so, I was gonna ask where it was filmed, okay. Yeah. That's interesting, wow. Right on the edge there, but we're on a ranch that is enclosed. 
And so the whole crew stayed on the ranch in three separate houses, and we're filming in two of the houses. And uh, I mean, that was pretty magical. I think everybody got there and they're like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. You do have the one shot where you see over the drop-offs when driving, and I really wanted it to feel more dangerous and you know, mm -hmm. alone mm -hmm. mountainside. So I was happy to get that. But the place, I mean, everybody said, oh, it's like magical here. <laughs> I mean, it's just a cool place. And you were on set for yeah. the entire filming? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were there for six days. We did two days of rehearsal, and mm -hmm. then we did four days with the whole uh, crew. Uh, filming the 17 pages, so about four pages a day, and yeah, it was my dream come true. I mean, like literally and figuratively, you know. Mm. I worked four years just to get on set, so <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty emotional from the first oh, really? night we got there. Yeah, I think the most interesting thing was when Cla Claudia, who was the lead actress, mm -hmm. she said that, and it's probably the reason why I cast her because there was like three or four we were considering. But what, one thing that she said that was completely different from everybody is she felt like Julie, the main character, could really feel nature and felt it swelling up and mm -hmm. could feel something building after her first audition. So we, had, okay. we did all the auditions via like sending in iPhone tapes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Why did you decide to make the old lady think that she is the mother? Somebody else asked me that recently. I asked Piper and she said it was to make her be able to have an intimate conversation that she would have with her mother even though she wasn't there. Eraserhead is not only one, I think, one of the best horror films of all time, but it's also a film about being afraid of being a parent. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. And, oh, and, that's true. Yeah, David Lynch at the time was having his first shot. Mm -hmm. And even though he doesn't say, even though you know, he doesn't really talk about any of his films in terms of like what they mean. But it's interesting because I was thinking about that a little bit because even though Lynch did it in such a unique way of having this like alien baby thing, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's it just a father being paranoid of being responsible for a child. Mm -hmm. That's it, you know, or at least my interpretation. It's funny that you most say that because, yeah. I mean, for the sound design, that was easily our, my biggest influence mm -hmm. when we were doing that. That's, I made the sound designer watch, he'd never seen a razor head, and so I made him watch it when he came over. And, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we tried to get a bunch of different stuff in the house, and I was like, here's some ideas. And I didn't tell him to do anything particular, but I'm like, watch this, this is what I want, and here's a whole bunch of sounds that I got. And I also told the sound mixer the same thing, but I try to make it more subtle than like he, what he does, mm -hmm. which does is brings the sound to the forefront. Um, yeah. Keep it behind a bit. For Justin's feature film, he brought the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is a cult movie from 1975. I assume you guys, you said you were a big fan of Rocky Horror, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> we love the film, but the participation aspect of it, we might not be as enthusiastic, but... Uh, we're not going to act it out. Okay, that's that. what okay, I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> During the movie, we served chicken, a salad, and red wine. After the film, we had a discussion. It goes from like, maybe it's a haunted mansion thing to like, oh, they're just a bunch of freaks in a mansion. Yeah. Right? And then after that, it's just a freak show for the rest of the picture. Yeah, because nobody the gets theme. more complex. There's no, yeah, no. There's no complexity. <laughs> <out there. laughs> oh, that's fun though. It's also pretty. I mean, it's those 70s colors. I love that. Like when, when uh, Brad and Janet are on the way in when it's raining, they're listening to Nixon on the radio. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the first time I noticed that. Mm. I was asking her, I was like, I wasn't sure if Eat Loaf was 
famous before this movie or afterwards. And I'm going to choose saying it's before. Who shoots before? He was, he was, he was, he was an artist before. before. Yeah. I think he was in the movie because he was an artist, but then he was also in... Didn't Hair blow him up? I have still never seen Hair, but I think... Hair right? was before. Hair was like the... I think this was 75. 75? I think. Is hair, is hair as, like, entertaining? No. It's, uh... 79. Oh, wow, we were both off. Okay. Oh, way off. Well, the play, though, Hair the Play, <laughs> might have been earlier. It was probably earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. In the forecast to look forward to, you can watch the movie if you are in Illinois or Wisconsin because in early November it will be playing at the Lake County Film Festival online for whoever lives in these states. The movie will be playing also at a night of Misfits films in Phoenix, Arizona over a Thanksgiving weekend. And finally, in January, there will be a live event at the Central Florida Film Festival. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Laura Davi. The theme song for season four is from Kevin McLeod, and the sound mixing is from Brian Trahan, along with any other music you heard. If you want to attend any of our live events, please follow us on social media at 4WinFilms, F-O-U-R-W-I-N-D, Films. We'll talk to you soon.